0: What's going on everyone? Kelly Cavalera here from Seven Air Media and welcome to today's episode of the Honky Tonk Highway. Week 4 we start in episode 14. Thank you guys for joining us so far on this ride. Hope you've all enjoyed all the shows. If you haven't, like, follow, share, subscribe, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. That way you don't miss out on nothing we're doing. You never know when we're going to go live or what we're going to do and who we might have on the show or what videos we might post. Um, huge shout out to my boys over at Streamline. He just had Josh Ross from Nashville, formerly of uh, Canada, performing. Um, it was a really cool concert. Got to listen to some really good country covers and some of his original music. That was uh, awesome, guys. Thank you for that. And today's guest, without further ado, I went far on this one. Farthest I've gone so far. We're going all the way over to Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> She's many-time Crystal Boot Award winner. Very talented instructor, awesome friend of mine. In case you can't see, the original shirt's even on today for it. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Madison Glover. What's up, Maddie? Thanks for coming on.
1: Hey, Kelly. How you doing? Doing
0: good. How's uh, how's life over on the island? (laughs)
1: Life is good. Life is good, and you know what else is good? That shirt's good too.
0: (laughs) I figured you might like that. Breaking out the original shirt that uh, you gave me. I know. Even in a guy's size. I'm pretty big, <laughs> so um, for those yeah, of who might not really actually cool. know you out at home, um, give us a little history about who you are and uh, how you got started in dance.
1: How I got started, wow. Um, I was really lucky to be, I guess you could say, born into a, a line dance family. Uh, in the in the early 90s, it was when line dancing first boomed, I guess, and uh, my dad was a coal miner, and Mum wanted another interest. I always did. Uh, aerobics and and all that kind of stuff together they were gym junkies and then there was an advert in a, a local paper for this line dancing at a place called the yellow Woolshed. Um, a lot of the aussies will be familiar <clears throat> it's a really well-known famous dance hall which is nearby and and mum had said let's let's go you don't have to participate just come and mind your three sons the three boys and um, <clears throat> that's how they got started dad just went to watch and the first dance he was up the three boys were up they all began, long story short, 11 years after the last boy, um, they found out they were pregnant with me. And oops. then, I, oops, yeah, surprise. And then, um, I think my first line dance event, I was five days old, and, and it, just, it just went from there, just being going around and traveling with my parents. My dad's an instructor, and I just went everywhere that they went, and um, I just fell in love with it. And I think I fall in love with it more and more every week, every month. It's just, that's how I got started.
0: Wow. Um, yeah, I remember seeing a couple of videos of wee little old Maddie dancing next to Simon. Uh, mm. That surfaced a little bit back. <laughs> it did. It did.
1: I think I was up to Simon's knees at that point, And my, my boots were up to my neck too. <laughs>
0: So uh one of the questions I did have come in for me, they and uh you could probably guess Uh-oh. who this came from, is uh so what's it like being Tom Glover's daughter?
1: Oh. <laughs> did he send that through?
0: He did not actually. I was surprised uh that uh Tom uh didn't send send me that in. <laughs> that actually came from Big Jim. That so. uh, of
1: course. That's, that that would have been my second guess. <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know, there's this joke, you know, I was for so many years when, when dad was traveling, I was just always known as, as Tom Glover's daughter, which is fine, which is great. But then when we started coming, he come to the dance events with me, he started, uh, people would go, oh, is that, is that Maddie's dad? So it was just Maddie Glover's dad. So then we all turned it around again. I think some, especially in Nashville last year, I think it was. Uh, everyone started calling me Tom Glover's daughter, so the roles have been reversed again. Yeah, I, re-
0: I remember the first night you—I uh, got to meet your dad—the very first night y'all and we were in Nashville, and uh, we were out till three o'clock in the morning with Simon and um, Shh. Rob and all that. And Tom was with us, so it was. <laughs> it's not so it's not like it was a secret, but uh, yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> your dad yeah. is one big party animal, so I can see why you're. I can see where you get
1: it yeah. from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's great value. Great value, that's for sure. I-
0: um so what's it like what's the dancing like in australia compared to you've now gone over to europe england the u.s what's the what's the vibe different there
1: um uh what can i say i have to be careful how i say here Um. (laughs) probably i would probably say that our social scene is more similar to the uk and europe it still has that It still has that country flair and modern country flair, but we also do a lot of modern music and and all that kind of stuff, but we don't do as much. When I say we don't, I'm just speaking generally, not not everybody, but generally we just do that mainstream level. Our classes are based on that mainstream level. We don't really – our club doesn't really do New Line, and it's not as – New Line I don't think is as big here as what it is in the U.S. and again when I say in the U.S. I am speaking generally again right. um, but I would probably say that um, if my club or most of the Aussie dancers were to go anywhere in the world I feel like that they would probably social dance more at a, at a UK event um, possibly even at a European event as well um, and I learned that I think the first time that I well the first year that I started traveling um, and that 's the beauty of this job that you know every weekend that I attend is so different. I could be one weekend doing an all country event and I love it and the following weekend, I could be at a new line event and I love it so uh, as long as we 're all dancing, but i would I would say that that um, it is more so like the u k like I said we, we do everything mm-hmm. um, all modern music and country music and and all sorts. however, uh, I would probably say it 's more that mainstream mainstream level.
0: So uh, as you mentioned, we know you're big into country music, huge into country music. We, we always see mm-hmm. your ghost about, uh, yeah. Concerts you get to see the the rare trips you get the one time you yeah. and your dad, I think drove like nine hours straight cause you didn't want to miss a country concert on the other side of Australia. Um,
1: uh-huh. yep. one of the
0: questions came in was what is your dream country cart concert? Your artist? they can be alive or dead that you would you'd kill to see?
1: Can I have already seen them?
0: Sure. It's your dream. Yeah?
1: Well, okay. First, I'll, I'll go with someone who I haven't seen yet. I've never seen Garth Brooks live. Um, so I feel like, I feel like he would be the top of the list, especially growing up with his music. But if I could get on a plane tomorrow, which I know my chances are slim. <laughs> and uh, if if I could pay the amount I did in December, I went to Vegas. I literally flew to Vegas. I flew across the world just to listen to some country music and uh, I flew to Vegas to see Brooks and Dunn and Reba Ah. at at, uh, Caesar's Palace at the Coliseum. And uh, if I could do that tomorrow, I'd do that in a heartbeat. They, I love Brooks and Dunn, if if you didn't already know that. And
0: um, I did. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. uh, If I could see any artist again, it would be them. But if I could see an artist for the first time tomorrow, I'd have to say Garth Brooks. I would. Yeah. I'm getting concerned. I can see out at the corner of my eye some <laughs> comments coming from Fred, and I thought, oh, no. Okay. That's
0: actually the next question I was going to ask, and it came from Mr. <laughs> Whitehouse. And I will have to say, he has continued on his streak of amazing questions because he did ask Shane some epic nail biters I there. I saw um, how bummed are you too. that Mayworth isn't happening this year? Um, as everyone knows how much of an impact that event had on you growing up? How, yeah. uh,
1: great how question, Fred. Wow. That was sensible. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that was sensible. Um, for those who don't know, Mayworth is, I would have to say Australia's largest, um, and probably most successful line dance event. Chris Watson is the event director, and he's a wonderful, wonderful friend of mine, and uh, I have a lot of respect for Chris. Chris gave me, I guess, the drive to create my own events here, and he's had a huge influence on my life, and he runs an amazing event, which is um, competition, workshops throughout the day in different rooms, social dancing of the night, and um, sometimes he has live country acts performing. A couple of years ago, Ty Herden from the States was over here amazing local talents and travis collins and adam harvey and ashley dallas australian country music artists and um mayworth has been a very big part of our life and especially the competition dances that's our main that's our big dance off for the year and you know we had been training um the early part of this year already we began training and and a lot of clubs had been and you know the workshop this is our biggest workshop the, and there's the shows and there's it's just it's, it's probably it's my favorite Australian event if not my favorite event globally in the top five I would say <laughs> it's just really special and and especially a lot of these dancers and the you know they're your family and it's a lot of the same people that go every year lots of new faces as well but I guess it's um it's like a reunion May every every year you know May works on the calendar and um yeah I think I think once this weekend comes, it it's supposed to be this weekend, and they also have the Australian Line Dance Awards on the same weekend. So it's huge, right. you know, social dancing and workshops and competitions and um, they have a big dance-off, which is called the Australian Cup on the Saturday evening. And it's just, it's a really emotional weekend too. And I know Rachel can vouch for that. I think she cried half the weekend. And it's the reason being is, is seeing so many of the young kids um coming through the ranks and then even seeing some of these young girls that I've seen since they were eight years old and now teenagers and then it's seeing some of the more mature aged people there that I've known for so long so it's just it's just a really it's a, an emotional weekend I guess there's so much talent there and there's so much warmth so we'll certainly miss Mayworth this year but I'm, I'm sure next year um, it will be bigger and better than ever and, and I know Fred was supposed to be coming out this year for Mayworth and Well, last time he came out for Mayworth, he also proposed to Georgina in in Sydney. So it was a real special trip for Fred, I'm sure. So we'll certainly miss having Fred back out here this year. And and who knows what the future holds. Hopefully we can get Fred back out for Mayworth in the near future.
0: Shout out to Mr. Chris Watson out there. I'm sure he's going to make uh, next year's bigger and better, as Mm -hmm. he's always trying to uh, step up the game. And huge shout out for what he's Mm -hmm. doing uh, for his travel agency with getting all this – customers home that were stuck in places i know he him and uh gemma aren't probably aren't loving this time of (laughs) the best of
1: the best for them i feel for for them and anyone in the travel industry um, Um, who is suffering and and urging people to to rebook don't don't cancel just postpone your trip don't cancel if you can
0: right uh speaking of georgina has just had a great question come in from her uh, what event would you love to go to, either as a staff member or a dancer, either one that you haven't Easy. had the opportunity to go to yet?
1: Easy peasy. Mark has been trying to contact me, and it just hasn't worked. But Windy City is at the top of my my must-do list, and it's just well. Usually, I have my own Illawarra Dance Weekend on the right. same weekend, and I think it was last year. It was on. A, we didn't have it last year. We had a year off, and and. I just, I just couldn't get there, and it, it's not that I'm putting it off because I don't want to attend. I'm dying to get there. I'm dying to get to Chicago for Windy City. I've seen so many wonderful videos, and, and you know, Joe keeps saying to me, Maddie, when are you coming, when are you coming to Chicago? But uh, I, I'd love to be there. So I've heard tremendous things about the event, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it all work one day.
0: I will tell you. I know you're a lot like Fred, who loves your food. Um, Be prepared. The food in Chicago is amazing. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. Yes. Okay. (laughs) You can can remind
1: me. Remind me to fast three weeks beforehand.
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. And not Uh,
1: pack those Wranglers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was telling Maddie. I was telling Maddie beforehand. For anybody who caught the uh, the picture that I used uh, for the event for today's show and. I made with Madison's poster. It was one that Kelly took of her from the experience last year. And she was in a pair of tight Wranglers kind of looking over her shoulder. I told her, I go, apparently if I just want my post to get views, I just need to put her in a pair of Wranglers on my post. Cause everyone tuned into that post. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, making me blush. <laughs> so, uh, one of the questions I had and it came in, um, we know that a uh, huge shout-out first to Darren Mitchell because this is going to be about Lonely Drum. You brought Lonely Drum over to the U.S. I believe it was uh, your first or second event that you were ever over here at Fun in the Sun. You debuted it um, mm-hmm. here. You're the first one to teach yeah, it. Yeah, correct. Did you ever think that that dance was going to take off the way it did? Because <laughs> oh. it literally, the minute you taught it. I got it,
1: goosebumps it, in. <laughs> I it, just did.
0: I, was, when I, I I tell people all the time, we talk about those those dances that – the minute someone who, ever Matt or like a you or a Fred or a Rachel teach it, even though it's not their own, it just has that. It gets that global yeah. look to it, and everyone. And I remember when you taught it at front of the Sun. I was in the back of the ballroom, and it just.
1: Yeah. Took off. i got. I really do have goosebumps <laughs> right now. Uh, I remember. I remember the whole conversation with Darren as clear as anything, and. I remember a very good friend and mentor of mine said, "You know, sh- she's learnt so much from so many people. What's the point of just retaining that information and not passing it on?" And I feel like, um, and it still is. Well, my goal at the time was, "What can I do to, I guess, bring someone else out from Australia and, and try and promote them?" Um, and I said, to, I think I said to Darren. You know, if you've got some choreography, send it to me. Anyway, he said, there's this dance. I've just got this song from Aaron Goodwin. And I was in the car and I remember I heard it and I just immediately, it was very loud, and I just went, oh, my God, this song is amazing. Send me the dance sheet, sent me the step sheet, and I said, right. Anyway, the following weekend I had a dance event um, and it's one of my favourite Aussie dance events. It's called the Victorian Line Dance Ball. Um, Victoria is the state in Australia, south of New South Wales, where I live, and they have about over well, well over 700 line dancers attend this ball. Ooh. It's a one-day event. Oh, wow. They have a workshop beforehand, which goes, for, I think, for an hour and a half. Just, you usually teach two or three dancers, um, and then we have a big ball, like an open social dancing with a set playlist. and um, And I always like to start with just like a little warm-up, high beginner or low improver dance to get everyone going. And Darren was at the back of the hall. He was at the back of the venue. And I just introduced myself and said, you know, we're going to learn this new dance and the choreographer's here and the dance is Lonely Drum and his face was priceless. His face was priceless. And it just went, went crazy. And kudos to Darren, like an amazing, amazing, simple but effective dance. Um, And then it was – well, that was the end of June, so early July I went to to Fun in the Sun, as you said, good memory, and then I went to Pike's Peak and we toured it. Um, They had an opening night. I remember Joanne Brady was there. That was the first time I really got to know Joanne and (laughs) I think Michael and Michelle were there and John Robinson and Joe Thompson and I was just like, how lucky am I? And I think it was called Copperhead Road. Someone might – I think Christopher and Megan were there. They might be able to – oh, there's Megan. She might be able to correct me on that um, in Colorado. And I taught Lonely Drum there, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun with that dance, and congratulations to Darren. I think he won Improver Dance of the Year that year at the Crystal Boots, and then he won Line Dance of the Year overall that year. So he had a a wonderful, wonderful year, very well-deserved.
0: He did, he did. Um, Very well-deserved. question just came in i think you might know this person ashley dallas yes i do i believe she's also performing this week live on streamline i think that's thursday right yeah
1: awesome Uh, i saw that wonderful wonderful
0: so uh she would like to know out of all the amazing dances you've choreographed which one means the Mm -hmm. most to you and why
1: it's funny that she's asked it because it's her favourite song. Um, <laughs> Ashley is an amazing friend of mine and um, we always say she lives about eight, eight and a half hours um, a drive from me and we always say I wish I could just swing in for a cuppa. So, Ash, if you've got a cup of tea this morning, here's our cuppa. <laughs> um, my favourite piece of music that I've ever choreographed to is a dance that I actually taught on the – Social distancing retro line page last week, and it's called "Twists and Turns," and um, it was choreographed, I think, four years ago, 2016. And the music is by the Zac Brown Band, and it's called um, "Live Like T- You Know Tomorrow Never Comes." And the whole, the whole storyline, I guess, in the, in the music is, um, you know, that you you can't fear the future and just live like tomorrow never comes because. As we all know, life's short and when your time's up, I guess your time's up. And the music is just really, it sounds like a real downer song, but it's it's quite uplifting. The music is just beautiful. And um, my brother gave me the song, my eldest brother Dion. So um, being from a line dance family, it's really cool. My brother's quite often, even last week, my brother sent me a track, Rachel jumped on it, do-si-do, um, amazing dance by the way. And uh, my brother sent me the song. We were having a little campfire out the front of his house and he said, Mad, you've got to do a dance to this song. Um, And I loved it instantly and then I hated it because there were five potential restarts in it. But um, I went with four restarts in the end and and, um, it's just really special. It it makes me feel good and I think it's important when a dance can, can make you feel good. And Ashley sings it beautifully too. Guys, if you haven't checked out Ashley Dallas, she's amazing. She deserves all the credit and accolades in the world. So check her out.
0: Awesome. Um, Shay just asked, is there a dance you choreographed that you feel didn't get as far as you wish it had? Maybe you just didn't get a chance to teach it as much as you did, mm-hmm. wanted to? Or, uh...
1: Yeah, that's a really good question, Shay. Um, and I have this joke. I feel like people only, especially in Europe and the UK... I tried for so many years, I just kept saying, let me in. Like, I knew, I knew a lot of the, especially in the UK, that it was quite strong with the country scene and that's what I was choreographing. And I was thinking, what have I got to do to get in? And then I did a dance called Dig Your Heels and um, I taught that at the Crystal Boot Awards. So I feel like it was from Dig Your Heels that I really got, um, I, well, a lot of doors were opened from that teach. And I feel like a lot of my choreography beforehand um, is just gone. So I always like to say, especially twists and turns, that was, that was before Dig Your Heels as well. So um, I feel like that was lost. Um, one of my other f- favourite pieces of music that I've choreographed to is a dance called The One You're Waiting On and it's by Alan Jackson. And um, my dad gave it to me and he more or less said, you know, well, the story in the music is... This is for um, your, your future man that, you know, that you're waiting on. So the lyrics are beautiful. If you get a chance to listen to it, if Christopher Gonzalez is, is watching, he'll <laughs> probably put a link up for it.
0: He has already. And a huge shout out to Chris who, uh, when he it. tunes in, he is on fire in the comments, there sharing all the, uh, all the links to all the videos who, uh, that my guests usually talk about. Um, yeah. Question probably another
1: one would be Frankie Fever too. Frankie Fever, I feel. Okay. Um, as, a, as an improver one. Yeah, a bit of Jersey Boys. Ah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Willie Brown asks, apart from Hi, Scotland, Willie. of course, um, where is the best country you've had the chance to travel to through dance, and is there anywhere you still want to tick off the list?
1: Hi, Willie. Daddy. Um, and <laughs> Willie White, White Sox. White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. Um... Oh, look, everywhere I travel to, obviously, is I'm so lucky, I'm really fortunate, and, and so many people say, What do you do for a real job? And a lot of people also know that that grinds my gears too. But um, I would probably have to say, Well, Nashville, Tennessee is my favorite city in the world, um, and I've traveled there a couple of times out of dancing, you know, twice with Rachel, um, good times. Good times. Uh, and then for the CMA Fest, um, the big country music festival there. But then to go to the experience last year and have my dad with me and, and some wonderful, wonderful people from all around the world, um, that was really special, that event. And, and obviously being in my favourite favorite city in the world, Nashville. Um, yeah, I'd, I would probably have to say that was probably my favourite I've got great memories, you know, all through Europe and and seeing some wonderful sights through there as well. Um, And the the second part of the question was also- Any place you want to take off
0: still? Any place you haven't been yet that you want to go?
1: Oh, that's tough. For dancing or just in general? Uh,
0: Anywhere, anywhere you still want to go.
1: Anywhere, I want to do Sail Croatia. Okay. So I'm I'm not sure if there can be a, a dance event hooked up there if any event director wants to throw an event there. But ideally, I've wanted to do it as a, I don't know if you guys have it, but it, we call them Kentiki, which is like an organized group of 18-year-olds to 35s, and they have these um, parties on the yachts through Croatia oh, okay. for, I think, 7 to 10 days. So that's probably the, if there's anything at the top of my to-do list, that's probably one before I get to 30. Which
0: is only four years away. Uh, you're still young. You're still, still a young.
1: Baby.
0: Trust me, you're still young.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> I remember the first time I met you. Uh, is I think it was when you came to Fun in the Sun the first year, but it was mm-hmm. the day before, a couple days before. Um, we were up there doing a, a dance floor event for uh, JC Dance Productions, and Rachel called me and said, um, "If you're not, you're you're coming to the barn tonight. Go dancing." I just flew for 14 14 hours, Rachel. Yeah, but I'm on the way to the airport to pick up Madison, and she's never been to a real country bar in the States. So guess what? You're going to the country bar. (laughs) (laughs) So, and it was the day before the 4th of July, so it was packed. Uh And I was with Trevor and um, our friend Jacqueline Zito and uh, Rachel and you. And Oh, I remember the look on your face when you walked into the bar. You were just like, do y'all do this like every weekend (laughs) And your face was just I think, priceless. I
1: think it was that point where I said, right, I'm moving to the States.
0: Yes. yes. I'm, I'm
1: leaving my university degree out of the picture <laughs> and I'm moving in with Rachel McEnany.
0: Uh, Rob Glover just said, yeah, he was very happy that Nashville is where he got to meet your dad. And uh, for those who don't know, I do have Mr. Rob Glover, unrelated. He is not Australian. Um, on the show tomorrow. So uh, make sure to tune in. You never know what uh, me and Rob might talk Hi, about. Rob.
1: <laughs> Goodness me. So Two I, glovers in one week. Back Lucky to back you. on
0: top of that. I, people thought I was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Georgina wants to know, with not being able to travel and dance currently, which uh, uh-huh. you are still doing some, what are you doing with your spare time? And uh, I think it was Shay said, does Brett count as an appropriate answer <laughs> now that you have a boyfriend uh, <laughs> or getting, a bu- getting random like, I'm bunnies? I'm not
1: even going there, Shay McCafferty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> and... I've actually really been enjoying some time at home. I thought I would struggle. Um, I thought I would be bored because I'm so, um, I guess, energetic and always. I need to be busy, and I need to have structure and routine. I'm, I'm really, really lucky. Um, most of you know I'm a I'm a school teacher, but I don't really get to do that very often. Um, but I was really lucky. Pretty much my last event, which was in Queensland, which is up the top of Australia, Um, I finished an event there and then I had a phone call and I had two weeks of work at one school and then they gave me two weeks of work at another school. So I feel like that's when the isolation period, we call it ISO here in Australia. So for the internationals who are watching, if I say ISO, (laughs) it refers to isolation. The Australians abbreviate everything. So I have been really lucky. I had four weeks of routine and structure and I was getting dressed every day and and I was busy with school. I've also had four to five online sessions through my club, the Illawarra Country Boot Scooters, which is free social dancing and once a week I do a a reteach of the week of uh, an old dance of mine. Um, And then I've also had the chance to be, be working on the digital dance weekend one, two and three And I've been able to do retro line. It's been busy, but (laughs) I have really been enjoying um, some downtime. I started a puzzle the other day. I I think the last time I did a puzzle I was probably three and it was Dora the Explorer. But I'm actually trying to complete (laughs) Abbey Road by the Beatles at the moment. Um, As Shay said, I'm I'm in a relationship with a wonderful man, Brett, and it's been really nice to – just be home and and have a lot of quality time together which um we wouldn't we wouldn't have had we would have had the quality time but just the the quantity i guess at the moment I, w- I would have been away for at least 4 weeks i had about four or five 3 to 4 week trips this year so um if i'm honest i was dreading it um just being away for that long um, so i i've been really lucky we we haven't really been able to do much it's just been between my house or his house but the weather here has been absolutely beautiful. So we've had some nice outdoor time and, and walks and backyard fires. It's just been really nice. Really nice to have some downtime at home and I know Roy and Fiona said that in one of their their big thank yous on Zoom yesterday. You know, you I feel like you're starting to appreciate just the little the simple things. Which has been really nice.
0: Yeah, I'm sure uh, I'm Sure, your family likes having you home for more than a day.
1: Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs>
0: um, Paul James would like to know, he said he has a genuine question. Can he borrow the black outfit that you wore for Sinwagon demo oh. that you did a couple years ago at WDM?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he wants to know if he can borrow You'll, that. I'll, I'll send it over and you can do one of your uh, your and Stacey shenanigans <laughs> with them.
0: Huge shout out to uh, my buddy uh, uh, Paul and Stacey who are doing those awesome shenanigan videos. Uh, definitely going to mm-hmm. have to get you on here, Paul, to talk about why you, I understand you, you have all these costumes. Why Stacy has all these costumes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, I have to add to that, the wagon costume, the, the fringed, it looks like a skirt. It's actually a belt. It's, it's owned by Deb Blevins. I almost said Scott Blevins then.
0: <laughs> Nobody would be surprised there.
1: Surprise Nobody would have been surprised there. Yeah. So it's actually owned by um, Deb Blevins, and I said to her, are you sure you want this back? I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh,
0: Ash- it Ashley Dallas has another question. Um, she says, you and your yeah. family have such a strong heritage with line dancing. Um, yeah. How do you all balance the time between work and family, and do you ever have different opinions in regards to choreography and songs?
1: <laughs> awesome. And um, Yeah. Okay, let me think about this. Um, we have a – as Ash said, we have a really good relationship and I know her and her family do as well because she's in the same boat but rather than line dancing, they've got the musical right. connection. Um, so we we actually do, especially Dad and I, talk about line dancing a lot, a lot at home. Mum can vouch for that too. Mum – and it does make it easy, I guess, you know, when I come home from events and I – Say that you know this happened, this event, and when I, I'm not talking about gossip. I'm, I mean, um, sometimes gossip, but uh, I'm talking about choreography, and and it's re- I find that it's really nice to be able to come home and be able to talk about these things, and that they understand, and that you know I'm not coming home from this world, and they're sort of brushing me and pushing everything aside. And um, very rarely, though, we. We uh lock horns regarding choreography. Dad gives me a lot of music. Um he gave me like I said, the one you're waiting on, he gave me Frankie Fever, he gave me Bonaparte's retreat, and there's probably a couple of others in there too. But we're we're actually really quite lucky and I'm not I'm not just saying this, but very rarely, even when we host events, um we, we have similar ideas, and I think that's me being obviously brought up with seeing how they run events, but it's also good for me to come back from from other events from, um, from everywhere, I guess, and say, hey, look, they did this, this is a suggestion. But um, overall, we, we actually do really – we really do get along well.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, everyone yeah. in the comments are like, they really don't believe you. They really think it was Scott's – belt not Debs.
1: <laughs> is that so yeah yeah so i yeah. was going
0: to ask you one of the questions if, if one of the big differences from coming to the u.s to australian events would be seeing the male instructors in drag but then i remembered you did grow up with simon ward yeah. so it and really
1: Stephen patterson
0: so it really wouldn't have mattered
1: <laughs> and adrian yeah yeah it was nothing new for me
0: <laughs> right
1: and like, big not, jim says, nothing new.
0: like big jim says it's, it's, Scott always said it was Guyton that made him dress like that, but yet he's still in drag after Guyton's gone. So, yeah, at events. Yeah,
1: so, and Scott's um, got the legs as well. I'm very envious. Has, you
0: ever notice that that you see all these men that dress in? Uh, I know they're always better at dancing in heels than they are sneakers. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, it's a it, it's it, a worry. It, it's a little it's and, a little freakish. Yeah, I wish I could have their legs. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh,
0: so I'm going to go ahead and ask, because I know it's probably going to take you a minute or two to answer it, but uh, and I know you were Uh-oh. warned about it. <laughs> um, the question I've asked Hello. everybody, money's no object, which I think you're going to go, I already know what you're going to say, because you already said you want to go to Croatia. If you could hold a dance event <laughs> anywhere in the world, where would you hold it? And uh, yeah. who would be the first five instructors uh, you'd call up?
1: I just got nervous. <laughs>
0: Don't worry. Right. Don't worry Rob, you're not going to see me in drag anytime soon. <laughs>
1: Disappointed. Disappointed. Um, all right. I feel like there's there's three three very talented men who are on top of their game at the moment. But that they would be my uh, my first pick, but I'm going to go in the complete, complete opposite direction. It's risky. But I think I'd have an all female lineup. I think I I think I'd go for a, a girl power weekend. And now. Now, now now. And where would I have it? I'm gonna tell you who I'm gonna have in a moment. But you know, I love Nashville, but I feel like, you know, that's Diane and Sandy's arena. You know, there's Europe. And I think I want all my Aussie dance friends as well to be here for it. So I'm actually going to run it. There's a fly on my screen there, sorry. <laughs> they call this the Australian wave because uh, of the flies in certain areas. Anyway, back to what we were saying. Um, I'd actually have it in my, in my hometown. I'm very proud of where I live. I love where I live. And whenever I'm away at workshops, I always say, when you're in Australia, come and visit me, come and come and stay, come and check out where I live. And if Georgina's watching, uh, she, um, she was blown away by some of the names of the areas and, you know, Jamboree and Wollongong and Shalhaba Harbour. And I just feel like um, I'd, love for, I'd love for some more internationals to be able to come to Australia. Uh, like I said, I love where I live. I'm very proud of where I live. So I'd have to say I'd host my event in Wollongong. Um, my first two ladies um, are my idols but they're my best friends. We contact each other week in and week out and it's not always dance related. It's just just a really nice friendship that we have. Um, Rachel McAnakanakanani would have to be the first one. White. White. <laughs> Macka would have to be the first one, and second in line, in no particular order. Um, Joe Thompson Szymanski would have to be second on my girl power list. We need a DJ, right? And this woman, I could just watch her for hours and hours and hours, and it's Jill Babanick. I'd have to have Jill, and um, she just makes me laugh. She makes me laugh. Um, goodness me, this is tough. Maggie Gallagher. I have to have Maggie G. The, the OG MG, the original MG. She, her energy is just, is just something that I've, I've never seen before. She makes me laugh. Um, what are we up for? Joe, Rachel, Jill.
0: Maggie, made four.
1: Maggie. Can I split the fifth one into thirds?
0: <laughs> sure, it's it's your it's your money. It's unlimited.
1: <laughs> oh, so it's not just five. I can I have um can I have a few more?
0: <laughs> well, it what it is is they said uh, Trevor came up with it. The very first five people you would call, the first five people that okay, you would so, reach out to.
1: Okay, so okay. can I get to five and then? Sure, you can list as many as you want. All right, I'm You're gonna, gonna put water. Fiona Murray in there. Ah. I'm gonna put Fiona. She's so sweet and. Um, and I haven't had the opportunity to work much with Fiona, but she's so talented, and her and Roy as a duo are amazing. And and I feel like, um, yeah, I think I'd put Fiona in there, and and you yeah, know, a, sec- a second touch of the Irish on from on from Maggie, and um, but the other two ladies I've, I've grown up with their choreography, I love them to bits. It's Kate Sala and Ria Voss. so um, I think that would be my all-female lineup in the gong, Wollongong. There you go.
0: <laughs> Women in the gong. I, I can see Women it now. Women in the gong.
1: <laughs> Women in the gong, yeah. So, oh, Julie's listening too.
0: Yeah, Julie just, said, Julie just said that they're in the car listening and you just made Jill's day. <laughs> she uh,
1: is honored. Hi, guys.
0: So the next question I have for you, this actually came um, from Brandon horsey on Friday. I asked him to come up with a question um to, for me to ask everybody this week um yeah. and he came up with a really good one uh yeah. if you were a dance step what would you be
1: um
0: like if your personality oh, was a dance yeah, That's step. really cool. <laughs> I know, right? He came up with a good one.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've got to think, you know, part of me can be difficult, so that could be like for a, for a newcomer, that could be an anchor step <laughs> and, or, like, especially for a newcomer, like a sailor step. It can be difficult. And, am I smooth? Ask Brett. No. And, I don't know. That's really hard. It's really difficult to answer. Um. Let's have a think. All right. You take, um, go, you can take I'd a like couple of time, time on that. that, that. i very... Like I, I, tried, I tried I tried to come crazy.
0: up with some uh some good ones. Oh. And that was actually like Brandon to... who came up with that one. So uh shout out to Mr. Zahorski for uh coming up with that challenging question because I think you might have just stumped the Aussie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I stumped the Aussie. I don't know. I I'd like to think that I'm pretty easygoing and, and and relaxed and I don't know. I feel like maybe and I'm simple too, so maybe a rocking chair. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid, yeah. Maybe. That's that's tough. That's really tough. Any suggestions of what people may think that I am? <laughs>
0: Shockingly enough, no. Georgina Georgina says just send in another question. Yeah. Um she did say uh, she goes, if you were stuck on a desert island, what three things would you bring and wo- and th- what three people would you want on the island? The three people can be dead or alive. <laughs>
1: I was stuck I really on an island the- with um, Rachel and Simon once in Fiji. Would I do that again? <laughs> I about to say. <laughs> All right, uh, what three things would I, would I have? I'd have to have um, a speaker and, and a device for music. They're the two things. Music for me is, is everything. So um, whether it be just some sort of a radio um, goodness me, I'm not going to say phone, I'm not, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like it would be the first thing that a lot of people and I would naturally say, but, um, some sort of music, food and a bottle of vodka to last me for however long.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> Something tells me if food. you're on a desert island with Simon and Rachel, the vodka would not last that long. <laughs>
1: Just saying. Uh, <laughs> um, well, okay. I'm going to be three people. I'd have my three brothers there. Oh, that's easy. awesome. Yeah. I'd have my three brothers for sure. Nice. Yeah. yeah um, easy.
0: What is your proudest moment so far in, in line dance? What's the moment that's hit you the most?
1: Um, What's hit me the most? There's so many different elements. You know, sometimes – I think about that and it shouldn't be about awards. Obviously it's obviously it's um, it's great to receive them, but it shouldn't be the be all and end all. But in saying that, I think one of the the proudest proudest moments was I was sitting next to Joe Thompson at the Crystal Boot Awards. It was my second year attending. The first year I just attended and I taught a dancer. That's all I did. I wasn't nominated. I wasn't expected to be nominated. The second year, um, I was nominated, but I was just, just sat there and thought maybe in 10 years I might be lucky. And I remember it was the female personality of the year and, and Rob Fowler read it out and Joe Thompson was next to me. And I, just think, I don't think I'll ever forget her look when they read my name out and uh, it was just emotional. I think can, obviously every – Every time your name gets read out it's it's unexpected because there's so many worthy recipients but um like i said i don't I don't want to say that winning an award is is the pinnacle and my most treasured moment, but I would have to say that that probably um, probably winning my first crystal boot award was was really really an emotional time, but in saying that even it's it's just I value even just getting hired at an event, even for the first time or, yeah, I don't know. It's just so many, I guess, special, special things that have happened. But that's the first, that's the first one that came to mind for sure.
0: Nice. Nice. I remember watching the video uh, when they posted that of you winning. It was definitely yeah. an emotional, emotional time for you. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shea asks, since Rachel and Jill are your idols, uh, what is your favorite dance of theirs that uh, they have choreographed?
1: Oh, great question. I'm going to go with a classic for Joe Thompson. Um, she has so many. <laughs> That's safe. I'm going to go with. Um, we use the Mavericks, um, the children, for this version, but Midnight Waltz has always been kind of like our closing song as well, I guess. My dad loves the Mavericks and I was, I was raised on their music. Um, so we always use the song Children by the Mavericks. I'm not sure. I know that sometimes in the U.S. they used uh, – what was the original song? I think it was just mu- uh, uh, instrumental, perhaps. Someone might be able to confirm or deny that. I'm sure um, if we give
0: Chris a minute, he'll probably post it.
1: Oh, now tell me. <laughs> this is really hard, to, especially – I think I almost know, probably 90% of Rachel's choreography <laughs> as well. Um Oh, it's really difficult, especially, you know, she covers so many different genres and styles with her funky and smooth and country. And, um, oh, you've stumped me again. You really have. <laughs> A dance still, though, that I would I would race to the floor for. A still, it's true that I, I don't get to dance very often, but when I do, she's actually choreographed them both with other choreographers. And the dancers, I, I very rarely get to dance, but I love them. And is "Die a Happy Man" with Joey Warren?
0: Ooh, good one, good one.
1: And uh, and "Girl Crush" with Alison Johnson. I just, I'm a sucker for a, a you know a a love song or a <laughs> a real meaningful song. So, um, yeah, it makes it it makes it really difficult. But they're the first two that I would if. I was at a dance event right now and and they, they were played. I would um, race away. You know, when you're having a real deep and meaningful conversation with someone and all of a sudden they know a dance and they just bolt, that would be, that would be me. Um,
0: Yeah. And Big Jim just put in there that the step sheet does list the Maverick song
1: as. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Was that Christopher?
0: uh, No, Big Jim actually did. Uh, Chris did share the video and the step sheet. But Big Jim did let me know that the steps she does list the Maverick song.
1: Oh, wonderful. Thanks, Big Jim.
0: So uh, also uh, Brian Randall wants to know, how old were you when you got uh, first hired to teach at a line dance event? Um, Diapers. She was in
1: diapers. Diapers. (laughs) Yeah, it was only three years ago. No. um, So it was probably, I was, well, within Australia, I think I was about 17. I was in Tamworth it was at the tennis club with chris watson i don't think i was 18 yet no i don't i've got photos Yeah, anyway um, i was <laughs> yeah it was at the tennis club i was with my dance partner elise sphinx i taught rocket to the sun so i must have been 16 going on 17 but my first international event was actually in new zealand oh and and a lady called pauline mooney polly um she she hired me and um, It was for ten days, and she took me all through the South Island. We we're on a bus. Larry Frost, she's watching. She's watching right now. Um, we all went on this amazing bus trip all through all through the South Island of New Zealand down to Queenstown. If anyone doesn't know where it is, check it out. It is magical. And then we went we went up north as well. Um, Bruce and Erin, if they're watching as well. Um, so that was my first international trip. But the Kiwis are like the Aussies, so. The first, the first uh, workshop I was hired for in the United States, I was just shy of 21, and I was hired by Jen Cameron, JC Dance Productions, and um, that, was, that was the door opener as well.
0: I remember I remember that one.
1: I, w- I was just shy of 21, and nobody let me live that one down.
0: <laughs> um, Paul James has another good question. And yeah. I've asked a similar question to this, but I like the way he went with it. Uh what song of someone else's dance past or present do you ki- do you kind of wish that you got a hold of the song first Oh
1: <laughs> Wow wow wow, wow. <laughs> Um I'm trying to think of the choreographers and their dancers and um that's really difficult. If I was going to say something like, goodness me, and I really do. The song Girl Crush is, is one of my favorite songs. Like I said before, favorite dance. I'm glad that they jumped on it though because they've done it justice, that's for sure. And Can I find a friend? Can I come back?
0: <laughs> you can, you, we can, we can uh, add on later because I, I – Yeah, yeah. I asked a similar so question, and I this might be I, easier okay. to ask. Um, yeah, Philip Sabriel uh, asked before. Yeah. Um, he answered like, someone's question: the one line dance he'd wish he had choreographed, and his answer, yeah. of course, was national selection for those. So, is there any yeah. line dance? That yeah, would, yeah,
1: okay. That yeah, would, that's, that's, might be easier to make you make you think about. Yeah, if you know, if I was going to go with a classic, you know, I I feel like. I feel like I'd wish I'd choreographed something like Smoky Places um, or or Dizzy. I feel like...
0: Dizzy's a good one.
1: Dizzy's, yeah. And in Australia, we do Smoky Places all the time. And and it's my mum's favourite. And um, I don't know. I feel like like it would be, if it was a classic, something like Smoky Places or Dizzy. Uh, Even Chill Factor. I don't know. Like, I feel like... When we'd announce Chill Factor at a dance event, there would be that, right. that energy, the, the excitement. So I feel like it would have to be a classic, an improver one that everyone could enjoy. So yeah, Smoky Places or Dizzy, I'd like to, I'd like to call dibs on.
0: <laughs> I got, Pamela says I should give your brain a rest. They want to know how's Reba.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Pamela. Reba's good, she's, she's, growing, she's growing very, very quickly. Um, yeah, I'm, and I'm not meaning to offend anybody but I'm not not really an animal person. And I feel like it's because mum and dad have always travelled so much as well. We've never been really, and, and dad was travelling as an instructor and as a choreographer, so I feel like we never really had the opportunity to have that responsibility um, to be looking after a, an animal. and. Um, but, you know, there was so much negativity going on with, with COVID 19, and um, we're going to be home more. And my niece and nephew are here a couple of days a week. Um, they're in isolation with us, their, their parents are working full time. So I just thought, I thought mum and dad would have said, no way, for sure. But I just thought, you know, it might bring some happiness and joy to the family. And they didn't blink an eye, and oh, here she is. That brought relief. Aw, oh, thanks, Dad. Hi, Reba. He's my, you were watching inside, were you? So, um, Hi, Mr. Glover. He said, hi, Mr. Glover. There's Reba. But she's getting big now. She's a, <laughs> she's a Netherland dwarf, dwarf rabbit, so she's only going to be tiny. Actually, huh. I saw Jeffy Camps posted a picture of his eight-week-old rabbit, and it was like the size of a, a greyhound. It was huge.
0: We like to call those Eatin' Rabbits over here.
1: <laughs> Eatin' Rabbits? Oh, Reba, cover your ears. He didn't so, mean that. Well, my last rabbit was called Stewie, as in <laughs> rabbit stew, so oh, no that's, taken.
0: Because that's not ironic.
1: <laughs> All right, say bye.
0: Bye, Reba. Thanks, Dad. So, uh, Fred, has, Fred has another great question for you. Yeah. Uh, Fred Uh-oh. says you think you should explain to the world, if they don't know already, what is the Maddie Mad Minute? And after this is all over, you need to make sure it's done at every event.
1: Ah <laughs> oh, actually, last time we did the Mad Minute was at Eurodance, and I think Georgina and Fred had to go and shower after it. They were both drenched. And if you've ever been to Eurodance, you'll understand that Big Dave's top room as yeah. like a sauna at the best of times, let alone a, a Mad Maddie Minute. So um, the concept actually came from Chris Watson many, many years ago. And it was when people re- were requesting lots and lots of old dances, and obviously they were classics, and they were still filling the floor. But it made it difficult then to play a lot of the new and current dances, right. and because obviously you know three and four minute tracks, and then there were a lot of new dances that were like, hey, we've missed a lot of these old dances. You've got to be careful who you're catering for here. So Chris came up with this concept called the Mad Minute, and it's where he picks a handful of, we call them golden oldies, people call right. them classics, yeah. Um, so you pick maybe 10 or 15 classics. Sometimes, depending on the event, sometimes in Australia we just put the song on, you get one minute to remember the dance and then we fade it out. Sometimes it's a minute and a bit depending on, depending on the track and how it's going. Um, so you get one minute. Sometimes we'll tell you what it is, sometimes we'll give you um, – Hints, so like the old Hetty McAdams dance, like fly like, a, fly like a bird, we'd just give a hint like fly like a and everyone would try and guess finish the, the title or we'd give a choreographer's name and, or an artist's name. So it's kind of like a game and everyone um, panics and has to remember this dance and literally just as they remember it, we cut the music. Um, so that's, that's the idea of it and it's, yeah, any classic uh, but usually the last song we keep on for the whole track, and I think Big Dave he usually likes to play is it Do Your Thing? Is it Max? Was it Max Perry? Fred, where everyone just ends up running in in circles and going across across doing it. So um, that's a mad maddie minute. So it's it's more or less um, just to to keep some of the old dancers in the in the back of our brains and, and refresh them and yeah you usually get a minute a minute and a bit i'm actually running one this saturday on my illawarra page it's i apologize it's only for the aussie and new zealand dances the page but we're doing a golden oldies power hour with a mad maddie minute at the end of it so i've organized what's in that so nice. they should be in for a treat on the weekend
0: nice well thank you so much yeah. for joining me today it was a pleasure having you on answering the questions
1: thank you, I you hope everyone
0: at home got to uh got to enjoy it i'm sorry if i didn't get to uh, all the questions i know there was tons of them coming in today so thank you guys yeah. for that uh, thanks everybody if you're, just, if you're just tuning in feel free this will be up so you can go back and watch the beginning and i uh, hear the entire interview with madison uh, tomorrow 5 p.m another glover, all glover from another mother via boston so uh we're gonna be talking have you got with,
1: subtitles
0: you hear that Rob uh, she said I need subtitles (laughs) for you I got none other than little Rob Glover as he used to be known as coming on the show tomorrow we're going to talk about a lot of things hope you enjoy it if you haven't already like share subscribe that way you don't miss out on nothing we post and uh, we will see you guys tomorrow afternoon enjoy
1: thank you Kelly